appeal near the end. If there is time, can you go over a short plan of action for someone that a beginner can do to take steps or if a video made, um, I could hunt for it. Yeah, I mean, we if you follow the training courses step by step, they walk you through learning how to become a consistently profitable trader from the ground up and even developing a plan. And it just walks you through the whole process of what you need to become a independent, consistently profitable trader. So my advice would be to take the courses one at a time in the order in which they are laid out and make sure you're spending time learning before going on to the next one because they're they're laid out in a sense where each concept builds on the previous one. So for example, if you want to trade advanced pattern formations, right? You can't trade advanced pattern formations without Fibonacci, right? You can't draw Fibonacci without knowing how to identify legs. Right. You can't identify legs unless you learn the basics on how price moves. So it all builds on each other. Um, and you'll see that while you're going through the courses, as you're learning, you'll start developing your trading plan without even knowing it. And by the time you get to the trade plan development section, you should have an if you already know, if you already have an idea of how you want to trade, you should already have kind of most of that plan written. So just just take the courses in the order they're laid out. That's, that's the best advice I can give you. I even think it's worth doing the the I forgot the name of it the um, the cornerstone course even though it's a kind of a basic it's just a reminder of different terms and, and whatnot so that would be my advice I think that's the most efficient way to to learn in my opinion all right let's get down to the two forty and take your time every once in a while I get an email Keel I went through all the courses in this weekend I'm like what Aren't there, what, how? And then I get an email next week, like, man, I, I just can't identify this. And I'm like, well, you never learned how to read a price chart. You just went through the course, but you never practiced or anything. Yeah. I don't even know if it's possible. I mean, is, is, there, is there 24 hours of footage we have? But yeah, you'll, you'll get that all the time. You'll get people that rush through the course and then and you'll get a simple question where it's like, hey, Akil, um, I can't seem to identify an X to A. I'm like, well, did you learn how to read a price chart? Well, I went through the course. Well, did you learn it? Mm. And they got to go all the way back and rewatch them, yeah? All the way back and rewatch them. Yep. It doesn't happen that often, Stuart, but it, it, it happens every once in a while. Every blue moon. And it happens because people are so excited. And they just want to, they want to, well, I'm going to assume people are so excited. I'm sure there are some people that just want to make a lot of money really, really quickly, but. Um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, the, the, the best way, and this doesn't work good from, from a business perspective, but the best way was when I originally released the, um, the 12 week transformation course, that was my first full course. Um, and what I did was I, I, I only let people be involved twice a year. Matter of fact, it was once every, um, not even twice a year it was once every like, um, 15 months. So once every year and a half. I would let people get involved. It's kind of like Willy Wonka, right? Willy Wonka, where you, you open the factory like on that one day and everyone rushes in and then it's closed for another year and a half, right? So we did that. But what I did was I released, I released one module a week. And I still find to this day that was the most efficient way to teach because when you only have one module, guess what you can't do? Guess what you can't do? You can't skip ahead, right? 
you only have one thing. You only have a single thing to focus on. You can't go to the next thing. So if you're if you're serious about trading, if you're excited about it, what do you end up do, doing? You just you end up rewatching that module. You end up actually doing the action items where you're you're, you're learning and you're working on it because you're like, ah, okay, well, I got a week, so I might as well work on it. And then dun da da right? Lo and behold, you learn something. Right? When you start releasing everything at once, right? There's there's more it's easier for someone to watch the module, be like, oh no, yeah, I got it. That makes sense. Go on to the next one. Oh, I got it. Yeah, that makes sense. And then before you know it, you've watched like five courses within a weekend. Because you're muscling through it and you don't really retain any of it. You watch it, but you don't really retain any of any of it. So that was the most efficient way to do it. Um, from a business standpoint, it was horrible. If you, you I mean, you, you guys can probably imagine. And I always say I'm not a business. I'm not a business person first. I, I happen to be a business person. I happen to be an entrepreneur, but I don't think that's my nature. I, I just think that's the path that I've gone down. Right. Um, <laughs> but from a business perspective, it was, it was a horrible idea, but it got the point across. It got the point across. Um, would it be a good idea to have a test at the end of each course in order to lock, unlock the next one? Yes, um, that's something we considered. Um, originally, when we did the courses, the idea was to do like a poll question. You know, you have a series of a series of poll questions and you have to answer it. Um, however, it, it, it doesn't work for every aspect. It's easy to do with, say, like the cornerstone stuff where it's like, hey, what does a pip mean? What does this mean? It's harder once you get deeper into the technicals because there's so much subjectivity. There's so much discretion where it's like, you know, I can ask you questions like, hey, um, you know, which is the definition for a double top, double bottom? But knowing the definition for a double top, double bottom doesn't necessarily mean that you can find it on a price chart. You get, what, you get what I'm saying? So that's the hard part once you get into the stuff like that. Or, you know, you can tell someone like, hey, how do you measure a Fibonacci retracement? And one of the answers is like swing high to swing low, swing low to swing high. And, and you can answer that. But is that the same as going on to the chart and finding a swing high to swing low and measuring it on there? It's not quite the same. So that, that part gets a little bit difficult, if that makes sense. And... The negative side of that is when you give questions like that and there, there are simple answers, they're, they're, they're quote unquote textbook answers, right? There's, there's, you know, there's, there's your textbook stuff and then there's, there's, there's real time practical application. There's two different things. It's kind of like going to, going to school, right? Where you can learn everything you want in school and take tests and study the books. I think you guys would agree. Real world is different, Right? I was talking to, um, you guys know I work at a university, and I was, I was talking to um, an athlete of mine. She's taking a, a course, and it was a course where I didn't necessarily like, I, I don't like the professor. Now, it's not just me, right? I don't think anyone likes this professor. So, um, But I was telling her, one of the, one of the main things, it was a, a course I was taking, and this is while I was in the field doing the same thing that I was being taught in the course. And... She was explaining something in the course, and she's like, this, this, liability, this is some legal course, right? And this is, I was doing my graduate studies in sport, sport management, some legal course. And she was saying something, and I raised my hand, I'm like, I'm like excuse me, but that's not necessarily true. Um, because I, I had, I think it was that day or that week, I had just went to um, kind of like a, like, a, like a certification meeting, 
where you had to pass all this test to be certified and legal and all that stuff. I'm like, well, I just came from this meeting. And at that meeting, right, you know, this is what they told us at the training or whatever. So like what, what I was actually doing in the field, in the same field as what she was teaching, wasn't the same thing as it said in the book. And, you know, I ended up getting a bad grade on that test because I was stubborn and I gave my answer instead of the answer that she wanted. Um, but life, life is different. I, I think the best thing that you can do is life experience. So it's, it's a little bit hard. It's difficult to, to judge someone on the technicals, especially with the amount of subjectivity in the market and, and, and discretion that's needed to per you, I should say. Um, but the last thing you want to do is have someone feel like they know it and they don't really know it because it's very, very easy to say, okay, yeah, Fibonacci, swing high to swing low. I know this. I got it. I passed the test. That means I know it, but you don't actually know it because you haven't spent enough time in the, in the charts doing it. Now I would say this, um, there's something that may be happening that can help with this. I can't talk a lot about it now because the deal's not done. Um, but I've had discussions with someone who is kind of working on a, a, a new form of education where it would, let's just say it would be easier to, it would be easier to do, it would be easier to create tests that are more technically based, if that makes sense. I, I'm sorry for being like shady, but I don't, you know, I, I don't, the, the, the technology isn't done yet, so I don't want to say something that's going to get me in trouble. Um, but it would, it, would easier, it would be easier to do technical-based test where instead of just answering like a poll question, it, it, it's, you can kind of be tested more on a technical level that will give you a, a truer idea of if you actually know the subject or not. And I think that would be a positive idea. I think that would be a positive idea. But um, who knows if that will actually happen? Um, but it'd be cool if it does. I already told the guy, like, we'd be interested um, if it happens. I, I think you know, we have the foundation of, of, we already had the foundation of courses uh, laid down. It's something that we want to do with our traders. Just, I mean, we're, we're always trying to do something to help you guys progress. I think that would be a crucial next step. I think that'd be a crucial next step. Okay, let me, let me get through some of these questions real quick. Good conversation. Probably end up being the podcast because that's what I do. I take one big piece of long range content, full form content, and chop it up into micro content. Um, George says it's hard, to, it's hard to tell people that they can't have something they've already paid for. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but I'll tell you what, and that goes back to the, the one, the unlocking one per week. It wasn't as difficult as you thought, George. Um, and again, it has to do with the type of customer we created, uh, we attracted. This is when, I mean, that course was selling for what, $4,000. So, you could imagine that we're attracting serious people. So it was easier to sell a message that said, hey, it's a 12-week course. It's meant to take you 12 weeks. You know, approach it seriously instead of you didn't have the people that were just looking for a get-rich-quick scheme. Um, so they were more patient in understanding the process that, hey, this is going to take time. And like many of you guys, you understand that, hey, I'm on a membership. Many of you are on an annual membership because you understand that, hey, I need to invest some serious time in this. I'm not just going to sign up for one month and try to learn everything in one month and leave. I'm, I know that's going to take me a year. And you guys make that commitment. You get a pretty good discount for doing it as well, which helps. Um, but we're dealing with a much serious trader. Um, I think the hardest part was telling people they can't be involved. I think that was the hardest part where George comes up like, hey, man, I heard you got this, this, uh, this, this course that's out. And, um, you know, I, 
I want to take it. You know, here's my checkbook. There's somewhere to sign. I'm like, yeah, thanks, George. But you just got to wait until next January. <laughs> you got to think you probably lose that customer. Right. George is eager to learn. You're basically saying, ah, I know you're eager, but I can't help you. He's going to go someplace else. That's that was the hardest part from a, a business perspective of, you know, telling someone that. Where it's like, yeah, I want your money, but nah, you keep it. Just hold it for, for another year and a half. That's the hard part. Um, Ray says, uh, and I'm going back reading through the questions about our conversation. Um, I still struggle with FIV. I'm going to watch it over and over until I can do it in my sleep. If you can identify swings in the market, Stuart, you can identify FIBs. It's the same thing as your outside returns and new structure highs, new structure highs, the outside returns. Those are moves. If you can identify those moves, it's simply pulling a tool from one extreme to the other. Um, an assignment on a chart, somebody will check and unlock the next level. That would be good too. Um, the problem would be the man, the manpower of us checking every single chart. We have a lot of members. Um, I get charts in my emails a lot already. I can tell you this. Um, I, if, if I had something where it was, hey, send me a chart after every module and I will check it for you. And if every single member would to, were to do that, um, there would be no live rooms or no trading edge videos because my entire day would be spent evaluating charts for people. So that's the issue. That's the issue with that. But that would be another idea. That's something that I used to do when I did um, kind of more one-on-one -on -one private trainings. And that's why it's, you know, you can be a lot more effective that way.